Welcome to the Uncensored Show with your host, George Atchampal, where we share the mindset, tips, tools, strategies, and stories on how to use your money to do more of what you love and what you were called to do. Money is like gas on a road trip. Sure, you need it to get where you're going, but you're not going on a tour of gas stations. Money fuels your journey. The question is, what's yours? Live life uncensored. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Uncensored Podcast. And y'all are in for a treat. We're going back to the solo episodes, right? I'm bringing one back for y'all. And here's the truth, power positioning. I'm doing this solo episode. Well, one, because I did say I want to come back and do a few here and there. But two, really because it's 1030 at night and we are committed to dropping our podcast every week. And I didn't have one ready to go. And of course, it's a lot harder to coordinate with two people um, to record an episode. So here I am. But anyways, man, I actually miss these, man, these uh, solo episodes. So I'm excited to be able to bring a little bit of value to you guys and get a chance just to talk directly to you guys. Because, you know, when you have when you do the co-host episodes, obviously you're going back and forth with your with your co-host. And then we have a guest episode. You're really just asking questions. So it's good to get back in the driver's seat to share a little bit of game. All right. And on today's podcast, I want to talk about the truth about growth that no one talks about. Right. The truth about growth that no one talks about. So when you're in the process of becoming the best version of yourself, that essentially, you know, you're you're shedding the old version of you. Right. And as a result of that, what ends up happening is you also shed the people sometimes along the journey who aren't leveling up with you. And what ends up happening is that that journey oftentimes can become a lonely one. Right. If you're the CEO or the founder, the owner of a company. Right. There's no one else that you can relate to inside of your company and you always have to appear strong, like you got it figured out. Um, oftentimes, like you're just superhuman, right? Because you have people who are depending upon you for a paycheck. The last thing that a team member, employee, staff member wants to see is their manager, their boss, their fearless leader, not certain about what they're going to do. So, you know, being a leader, right, or growth in general can oftentimes be a lonely journey because People are looking at you at all times to have it all figured out. And at the end of the day, the thing that no one tells anybody is that everybody is figuring it out. Some of us are just committed to keep going, um, committing to failing forward, committing to doing it afraid. But all of us are figuring it out. But when you have this pressure that you are supposed to already have it figured out, it becomes really challenging at times. And it can become really lonely, not to mention, like I said, all the while just outgrowing people who can't even relate to your same challenges that you're experiencing. So, you know, one of the things, one of the untold truths about growth is how lonely it can become right now. Of course, you can find your tribe, you know, go to conferences, you know, Find, you know, groups on Facebook, if that's your jam. There's people that exist that, 
you know, obviously are on your same path. But oftentimes when you're in the growth phase, those people aren't readily available and accessible to you. Right. Because you only have proximity to the people that were around you prior to your ascension. And so that's the part about growth that no one talks about. It can be super lonely. All right. What's another aspect of growth um, that no one tells you about? You know what? This is a really good one. It's not the new things that you learn that are most painful. It's the unlearning and the unraveling of what you once knew and who you used to be. That's the hardest. Right. Because oftentimes we think that becoming greater, this greater version of yourself, that it's so hard to learn something new. And the truth is, everybody likes new. Right. New isn't all that hard. New can be exciting. Sometimes new can be intimidating. Sometimes it can be scary. Um, But oftentimes people don't mind new. People don't mind starting a business. People don't mind starting a friendship. People don't mind starting a relationship. The challenge is in keeping the relationship. In particular, as it relates to growth, the challenge is keeping the relationship or keeping that commitment. Right. As you learn new truth. One of my favorite quotes is when the facts change, so do I. Right. And when you're growing, what does that mean? You're literally learning new truth. And what that does is it creates a conflict of who you thought you were in contrast to the person that you're now becoming relative to this new truth that you're learning. And also having to unlearn and unravel all that comes with who you used to be. Because the reality is there's a lot of identity tied up in that, right? And it's something that I I even struggle with. Almost I felt like an identity crisis because there's a self-conflict between the old self, right? And the new you. And so what ends up happening is it can put you in this state of self-sabotage, Right. Because the way your mind is wired, it's wired to kind of protect you based upon the reality that it can wrap its head around. Right. And so when you when you your mind hasn't caught up right to essentially the moves that you're trying to make or where you think you're trying to go, what ends up happening is you inadvertently self-sabotage back to the level that you're comfortable to, right? Hopefully that makes sense. So here's a a good example. If you start working out, right? You start to develop this new habit of working out and then you feel good. You feel a little tighter. You've been eating a little cleaner. What do you end up doing? Oftentimes, a lot of times, people end up taking time off or having a cheat meal, not because they really want the cheat meal or they're that sore from the workout, but because what's happening is when you feel good, when you feel like, you're at that point, you think you're telling yourself you need a reward. But what's actually happening is your body's like, whoa, 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 this is not us, right? Like we, we normally feel a little softer, right? Like we know this is not what we do. We gotta, we gotta behave ourselves back into what's comfortable. And that same thing happens with money. What you look in that bank account, whoa, 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 that's that's too much money there. And you're not obviously consciously saying that out loud, but that is how powerful the subconscious is, right? And so it's so important for your mindset to catch up 
to where you're headed, because if not, you'll self-sabotage yourself back into the same position. Right. It's just it's just the way it goes. And there's just something that seems overly daunting about undoing. Right. Starting something new. Everybody likes a fresh start. Everyone likes a fresh start. But the thought of like, what is it going to take to peel back the layers, to break away all of the things that I used to identify with and be faced with that reality that, whoa, this is the new truth that I'm dealing with. That is a lot harder for a lot of people, right? Most people would much rather just start something new, right? But the reality is the more you grow, the irony is this, the more you grow, the more painful it also is to stay in a place that you have outgrown, right? Like literally, like imagine still sleeping on your twin bed, right? Or your cot or whatever it was, whatever the bed you had when you was a kid and you're a 33 year old man or woman. It's not going to be, any, it's not going to be that comfortable. And here's an analogy that comes to mind, right? Oh, y'all going to love this. Let me give y'all some game real quick. So when you're laying on your couch, watching TV, binge watching Netflix, I just got on a series called, um, what's that series called? Uh, Snowfall. That's something I would binge watch. I think it comes on again tomorrow. Um, and you just like, you sit on the couch and you're comfortable. And when you're in a comfortable position, you have no desire to move. And don't let you have a snack nearby in a remote. Boy, you ain't going nowhere, right? But what happens if you land in the wrong position, you get a crick in your neck? What happens if you lay on your arm and it falls asleep? Then guess what? At that point, you, you do what? You have to move. Because you're now uncomfortable. You follow what I'm saying? So in life, sometimes the only thing that's going to force you to move is when you get uncomfortable, right? When you get uncomfortable. The question is, is that going to be voluntary or involuntary discomfort? And when you're in a perpetual state of growth, you're voluntarily putting yourself in a perpetual state of discomfort so that you can grow. You're constantly outgrowing your current vessel, your current space, your current reality, your current circumstance. And when you outgrow it, it becomes uncomfortable. So I want you to remember that. I want you to have that association. In life, in order for me to move, I have got to get uncomfortable. What's going on, guys? George Atchampong here, founder of Pocket Advisor, the number one financial social network where we do money together. If you've been looking for a community of like-minded, aspiring first-generation millionaires who are marching towards financial freedom, then look no further. Pocket Advisor is here. Pocket Advisor is a financial social network where it's led by a variety of experts, right? We're talking about tax experts, certified financial planners, personal finance, you name it, we got it. And we are your money mentors, right? So if you've ever had a financial goal, um, milestones that you wanted to achieve, Pocket Advisor is the community that's going to help you achieve that. We have monthly challenges, right? To make this process more fun. You're going to get ongoing accountability. There's going to be classes, 
workshops. I mean, everything you can think of to make sure that you can achieve your financial goals, right? And the best part about it is there's a feature called Axe Penny, right? Gotta love it. And that is your financial advisor in your pocket. So if you ever have a question, right? There's something ever that's on your mind. You're like, you know what? I really want a sounding board from someone who knows what they're talking about. I don't want to have to go to Google and decipher between the, um, you know, millions of search results. I want to know that someone can give me some sound insight on a specific financial decision. And that's what you get a chance to do via Pocket Advisor. So if you want to learn more, click the link in the show notes and sign up today. Right. Like there's just a it's a great community of people. You're going to have exactly what you need to achieve your goals. And we can't wait to have you. The same way when you're binge watching that Netflix show, you're not going you're not going to lift a finger until you get that crick in your neck. Then you'll adjust. You fall asleep on your arm, your arms asleep. Then you'll adjust. And that is a microcosm of life. You get uncomfortable and you're forced to adjust. Right. And that's something I really want y'all to stick with because that is the catalyst for growth. If it's comfortable, it isn't going to change you. If you go to the gym and you're lifting that weight, you're doing the squat, you're doing the bench, you're doing whatever. If it isn't challenging you in a real meaningful way, it isn't changing you. Right. In order for the muscles to grow, they have to break down almost every time after the workout. Right. And then you give it rest and give it time to recover. And I don't understand why people can't wrap their head around this when it comes to getting what they want out of life. When we were kids and we played the video game, we got it. Each level we had to do what? Beat the new boss, right? And that's how it is when it comes to growth. All right, here's another one you're not going to (laughs) like. It gets a lot harder before it gets better. It gets a lot harder before it gets better, okay? And the reason why is because you are navigating unchartered territory. The moment you decide to grow, the moment you decide to change, that means you're changing what? Directions. And because only you can live your life and it's the first time you went in that direction, you're now moving in the territory that is new and unfamiliar and unpaid. And because of that, It's going to be challenging. The road has not been laid yet, right? And so you're now moving on this path where before maybe you had made some ground, made some traction, and you had a nice nice little runway. Now you're you're literally on, on, on the dirt road again. Or even worse, you're having to clear the path to even create the dirt road. You follow what I'm saying? That's why they say, you know, Certain paths are less crowded. And so that means it's going to get harder before it gets better. You're going to mess up. You're going to get it wrong. Why? Because you don't know what you're doing. Right? And the, the number one reason why people don't like change is because change makes people feel temporarily incompetent. And no one likes to feel temporarily incompetent. Right? Who would like to feel? Who would, who would openly admit to that? Oh, I, I want to be temporarily incompetent. No, nobody would admit that. And that's what makes change so hard because no one wants to be in that position of being temporarily incompetent. And so you just have to wrap your head around the fact that whenever I decide to make a change, I am fully aware and I fully understand that this 
is going to be hard and it's going to get harder before it gets better. Oftentimes, the reason why it's hard for people to wrap their head around that is because what makes you change sometimes is involuntary discomfort, right? It means you're already in a hard situation that you didn't put yourself in voluntarily. For example, you you are down on your luck financially and now you're trying to change career paths or learn a new skill set so you can make more money. All while in the season of already being in a bad place financially. Or you look in the mirror and you're not satisfied with what you see, right? And or, and or you don't feel good because you're out of shape, you're unhealthy, whatever the case may be. And then you're faced with what it actually looks like to change that situation. And that's hard. <laughs> so it often feels like a catch-22 because it's like, man, I was in a shitty situation and now I have to pick myself up to do something that's going to be hard as well. And again, that's the untold truth about growth, right? It's like no one said it was going to be painless. I think Jim Rome said it best. You have the pain of discipline or you have the pain of regret. You just got to pick your poison. You got the pain of getting up 5.30 a.m. and going to the gym or you got the regret of being at the beach in the summertime with your gut hanging over your over your swimsuit. Dang, I wish I would have got, got up and did those workouts. You got the pain of eating the healthy, nutritious foods, right? When you really would prefer something sweet and savory or the regret of feeling bloated, uncomfortable, overweight, or again, just not looking your best. You got the pain of deciding that you're going to Put your money away for a rainy day, right? I hate saying that actually, not a rainy day. Put your money away, (laughs) right? For a future prosperous day. Or you got the regret of being 70 and giving out stickers at Walmart because you still got to work or driving for Uber part-time, right? And and I'm going to just keep it real with y'all. There's nothing wrong with driving Uber as a part-time hustle or whatever, but let's be honest. When people say, oh, they're going, they're so-and-so, their grandma is working here or doing this because they're trying to stay young and trying to stay active. There's a lot of things you can do to stay young or stay active. If you or your grandma or anybody is working at Walmart or uh, Uber in their 50s, 60s, 70s, it's not by choice. I'm telling you, it's not by choice. And if there is, they're lying to themselves because there's a lot better choices you can make, but you have you have no choice. And while while we're there, let me let let me harp on that a little bit, right? Let me harp on that a little bit. Here's why: because I, I I am truly baffled by people who can't wrap their head around the fact that it actually is going to take take something extraordinary in order to not live an ordinary life. You'll hear people say like, oh, I'm, I'm you know, I'm not going to be like so-and-so. I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be financially free, you know, 30, 35, 40, 45, 20 years. I'm not waiting until 65 to retire. Okay. Well, let's break down the math of, of, of how you anticipate making that happen, right? Is it, are you saving 40% of your income and investing it? 
Hmm. No, not quite. Okay. So you're saving like 4%. Um, your employer maybe matches a little bit. So you got maybe around seven. Okay, cool. 7% of your today's salary. And then somehow that's going to translate to you being able to live off a hundred percent of your salary in tomorrow's dollars. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Right. You, you gotta be real with yourself and that's a painful part of growth too. And that was just a tangent. I wasn't even intentionally going there in order to grow. You've got to get real with yourself. You've heard me say this before on some level in order to change. You have to have massive awareness. You got to know exactly where you are. Massive accountability, right? Holding yourself accountable to doing what you said you were going to do. You got to take massive action, right? And most importantly, you got to understand that it takes what it takes. It takes what it takes. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's on both ends of the spectrum. So whether it's, okay, let's, let's give you an example. You see somebody on Instagram doing backflips off of a off of a box to a burpee double squat. I don't know if double squat's a thing, right? You might see that and be like, oh my gosh, like, is that what it takes to be in shape? Absolutely not. Right? But what it does take is eating healthy, nutritious foods and consuming less calories than you burn. And while that sounds simple, the reality is people will try to circumvent. The small things like eating the right foods and the right quantities and the right serving size and think that they can, if they do the extra crazy workout, that that's somehow going to offset them eating like BS. No, it takes what it takes. Nothing more or nothing less. Right. And so you got to own that, too. All right. What's another untold truth about growth that nobody told you about? You will feel overwhelmed before you will feel free. You will feel overwhelmed before you feel free. I can't tell you guys how many times I feel overwhelmed, right? Like people will, will praise you. They, like right now I got, I, I, I had a black enterprise interview. I had an interview with the VP of, of, of T-Mobile. When I say interview, I mean like press because I'm unhirable. You know, a lot of people are looking for alternate ways to make additional income, whether that's so that they can pay off their debt so that they can, you know, travel more or so that they can, you know, save and invest more. They're just looking for ways to make more money. And sometimes, you know, getting another job isn't the answer. Maybe sometimes your business is, you know, doing exactly what it can do right now, but you're just looking for that ideal way to make some significant extra income. And so I've tried out a lot of different things. And over the years, I've figured out some things that have worked really, really well. And I wanted to make sure that you guys had access to those resources. So I put together what I call the side hustle boot camp. And in this boot camp, I'm going to tr- show you four tried and true ways. One that I absolutely love um, that will show you how to put more money in your pocket. I'm talking not hundreds, but thousands upon thousands of dollars that you can use um, to benefit you. Right. Whether whatever the goal is, whether you want to travel more, whether you want to put some more money in the bank, whether you want to invest more, save more, um, do something nice for your kids or for your significant other. The Side Hustle Bootcamp is going to show you how to do that. So if you haven't already, click the link in the show notes. Check it out. I'm telling you, you do not want to miss out on this opportunity. This information can can completely transform your financial situation. So 
Check it out. I'll see you on the inside. I've made it extremely affordable so that there's no excuse and no barrier to entry. See you soon. Interview with the with the, the VP of T-Mobile. A pitch competition with Mountain Dew on BET. Um, you know, all sorts of stuff, right? And all, you know, all these praise reports and all this stuff. Launch Pocket Advisor. You know, got my firm going. Got Melanin Money's doing things. Got the podcast. Got all this stuff, right? And then people are just, man, George, you're killing it, bro. And first and foremost, it takes 10 years to become overnight success, right? I'm a firm believer in that. This is my 10th year. But beyond that, this stuff is heavy. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. These responsibilities, these opportunities, they come with a weight, right? A weight, a responsibility. And so, you know, I'm grateful, but you got to understand, like this stuff is not easy. I'm recording this podcast at 11.02 at night because, you know, I've been so busy. I didn't get a chance to get ahead, right? But I'm committed. And so here I am recording it when I'd rather be asleep. And so that's the price, right? Sometimes being who you envision becoming is a lot, right? It's a lot. (laughs) And uh, it goes back to that old saying, like, what's the saying? You can't complain about having a lot on your plate if you ask to eat, right? Hey, what you gonna complain? You gonna complain about, you know, the regret of not putting in the work and not having the opportunities and now your plate's empty and you're starving? Or you can complain about, hey, I got so many options and, I don't know what to choose from. And I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm just swimming in a sea of opportunity and it just feels like overwhelming. And that's where perspective comes in handy because the very thing that you're complaining about, you pray for, right? You dreamed about these moments, but it doesn't change the reality that it still carries weight and it's heavy and sometimes it feels overwhelming. And I had this quote that I said before. I can't remember exactly what it was verbatim, but it was something along the lines of, Asking a person to save themselves when they're drowning is a really big ask, but the alternative is worse. Let me say that again. Asking a person to save themselves while they're drowning is a really big ask, but the alternative is much worse. What's the alternative? You die, right? And so that's what it feels like sometimes. It's like, what you going to do? You know what I mean? It's hard to be in this position of growth. It's hard to be in this position of leadership. It's hard to have this great calling on your life, but somebody's got to do it. And last but not least, you'll contemplate if this level of growth is actually what you wanted, right? You'll get, there'll be moments where you're like, damn, man, this is just, this comes with so much. I'm up early. I'm going to bed late. Um, I'm always thinking about business or this, that, and the third. Like, is this is this really what what I wanted? Let's let's take Jeff Bezos for it. Not Jeff Bezos, but he's a good example too. But um, Mark Zuckerberg, for example, if you ask somebody, "Hey, would you want to launch the next Facebook?" If you knew it could be the next Facebook, most people would say, "Heck yeah, he's a billionaire. Would love to be that guy." Well, would you also love to be in court every other week? Antitrust this, people hating you, people think you interfere with the, you know, the elections and, you know, hate speech and fake news and amplifying this and that like, (laughs) bro, 
You can't you can't ask for the rain and not expect the mud. And that's what I think people go wrong is like they they want the result. Everybody wants the outcome. Everybody wants the outcome. Everybody wants the six pack. But no one wants the, you know, weighing the food and counting the macros and turning down the cheesesteak and doing the workouts. And so you got to ask yourself, is there alignment between my commitment and my work ethic and the result that I believe that I desire that I want? Right. Because you're going to get to a point where when you get in the thick of it, you really going to question yourself like, is this it? Now, what I will say is that's healthy. Right. It's healthy because it's almost like uh, having, you know, being spiritual or whatever your belief system is. There's this quote that I love, uh, probably the first quote that I ever memorized. And it says, a man or woman is truly educated when they have the ability to listen to almost anything without losing their temper or self-confidence. Right. Why is that important? Because if you're truly educated, if you truly are bought in to the belief of what it is that you want, then when someone tries to waver that or when something tries to waver that, it's not going to shake you, right? Because you have substantiated proof and reasoning and belief and conviction about why this is for you. And if someone can rattle that with their own thesis or perspective, then that means you're not as rooted in that as you thought you were, right? And so having those moments where it's like you you question things or you contemplate, is this what you really want, right? If you had that dialogue with yourself and you're able to say, well, it is because... And you can rattle off the things, then you know, okay, boom, that actually creates a higher level of conviction and reminds you of why you're doing what you're doing. But if you get in those moments and it's like, shoot, I don't know, G, it ain't really worth it, dog. Like, let's watch TV. Let's uh, let's pop this uh, ice cream. Let's (laughs) whatever. And that's why it's so important to understand what you want and not be attaching what you want to something that you just saw or that you think matters, right? You need to make sure that you're doing it because you want this, right? And what is your why? What is your why? Because when you can define that, that is the thing that's going to keep you going. The new car, the new house, the six pack, that ain't going to keep you going, right? Have that intrinsic why as to why you're doing something, And that's what's going to keep you going in the challenging moments because the superficial stuff, it's good on the surface. But when stuff really gets tough and it ain't sweet no more, (laughs) no, that's what's going to get you through that intrinsic why. So, guys, I hope this was helpful. Um, I wanted to do this in under 30 minutes just to share some quick game again, namely because it's 11, 10 at night. But I just wanted to make sure I honored this commitment and showed up for you guys and you know, live, practice what I preach, right? You can't, you can't be a slave to your feelings, right? I think I posted something the other day um, and it said uh, the word emotion means evoke motion, right? And if you're a slave to your emotions, you're going to have knee jerk reactions to how you feel. My emotion was that I wanted to have a drink and take a load off tonight but I talked to myself and I didn't listen to myself, right? And that's what it takes sometimes to be great. That is 
the quintessential aspect of what this episode is all about in that it's the untold truth about growth, right? Doing things when you don't want to do them is probably one of the key ingredients. So guys, thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, we're, we're heading into April as of this, by the time you hear this, we will be in April. Um, a lot of exciting stuff coming for the month of April. It's my birthday month. So if you want to do me a favor, a huge favor, here's one thing you can do. You can subscribe. If you're not already, give me a five-star review on the podcast and share this podcast episode with a friend if you feel like it'll be helpful. If you do that, that'll be like a birthday gift to me. Shoot me a message on, on Instagram. Matter of fact, screenshot the review and then tag me on IG. It would mean the world to me. My birthday's in uh, what, five days as of this episode. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in to an episode of the Uncensored Show. Take at least one thing you heard today and apply it to your life immediately so that you can become one step closer to living a more meaningful and fulfilling life and aligning your resources to what matters most to you. Remember, money is just a resource to fuel your journey. The question is, what's yours?